Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon. And I'm Marcus Dillon. And this podcast is Who's Really the Boss, where we highlight the joys and challenges of running a business with your spouse or family. Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead and live happily ever after. All right, we are back and wrapped up our first series of podcasts um, on um, who's really the boss. And that topic was, so you want to hire your spouse. So Rachel and I wanted to leave the listeners with a little bit more of our story and something that we, a couple instances that we saw where we could improve definitely take our advice and learn from our mistakes and hopefully in your business or your relationship, you can improve as well. So Rachel today, we just wanted to talk about uh, a couple of big themes, uh, expectations and also boundaries, since those seem to kind of bubble up as the overarching theme of everything in our life. And uh, whenever we talk about expectations, your journey, your path to Dylan CPAs and joining the team. You taught for nine years, didn't quite make it a decade, but you, uh, you were there, you were pretty close, but you went out on top, you were teacher of the year and we needed you, we needed somebody at the office and you filled so many check boxes to, for that role and expectations we did not talk through that at that time and if you want to give a little bit of background on because we did not talk through those expectations and what your role would look like in Dillon CPAs especially like the first introduction to your role in Dillon CPAs and just leave people better off so what did that look like when you came to the team Yeah, so when I started with Dillon CPAs, I had just finished up um, a year of teaching, meaning I should have been starting summer vacation and instead was able to start my new career uh, sitting on the floor in an empty office with the only phone that was still attached uh, to the wall, so the only company phone at that time, and uh, started making collection calls as my very first assigned duty. Wrapped up making some collection calls by helping load boxes as we were moving offices. So definitely an eventful first couple of days. I feel like I was maybe thrown to the wolves immediately. Um, And that maybe should have been, you know, a little bit of a foreshadowing as to what would come (laughs) later on. So really the first probably disappointment was that you gave up your summer uh, and gave that to the business. And then the second disappointment was having to call people who, who never are looking for that call to be pleasant and saying, Hey, you owe us money. Um, here's what you should do. You should pay us. And it was probably not communicated that that's what you would be doing on your first day during a move all the while where we were moving from our inherited location um, to the first office building that we moved into. Um, yeah, so that that was probably not um, communicated very well on my part, and I, I apologize for more for that. <laughs> well, so. I th- thank you for that. Uh, I accept your apology. And when I came into the role, what I 
my expectation for myself was that I would do whatever was asked of me. And that, that was really how I came into it. Like whatever needs to be done that I can do, that's what I'll do. I think I have been given some things to do that I, I don't know that I can really do or didn't believe that I could do. So I've definitely been given a lot of opportunities to grow and to learn uh, in this in this role for sure. But we definitely didn't have really any expectations. I don't know that that was your expectation of me. It might have been just what whatever you couldn't do, then I needed to pick up and do. And... Um, but yeah, that would have been a great thing to communicate ahead of time. Had I known I was going to be making collection calls with people answering on the other end that would say, who, who are you? Why are you calling me for money? Um, that maybe I wouldn't have made the transition. So, and just to be clear, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know. I think definitely it's needed and it's a better path forward. Uh, however, maybe I wouldn't have made the decision to jump uh, ship from teaching to Dillon CPAs uh, quite so easily. So just to be clear, before that day, your first day on the team, had you ever made a collection call before? Never. Okay. Was there Never. a script that we were following or anything? No script. Okay. So it was just, and so you started early June, so it would have been the clients that we did a tax return most likely for in March or April, and we had still not received payment. And you were calling them to say, you must have forgot to pay us is pretty much, um, we'll take a credit card, we'll take a ACH or a check, cash, whatever. And so that was your first introduction to clients probably as well. So that wasn't well thought out either. <laughs> I, yeah, I think the script was, you may have missed an invoice from us and we don't want you to accrue any uh, late fees or extra charges. So if you would like to you know, make a payment over the phone, I'd be happy to take that. Or if you wanna let me know what date you'll be bringing a payment in, um, I'd be happy to help you with that. Yeah, there's such a better way now. And uh, you know, even from a collection standpoint, how you get paid, there's a, a better way that we've realized. So um, with that, just not correctly setting expectations, probably not communicating that with what your role would look like even day one. And how did we, I guess, how do we get better from that uh, first? So we talked through a little bit about uh, what I, I think we got better, not necessarily setting expectations real soon after that. We, I got uh, very vocal about communicating the parts that I did not enjoy doing and is there a different way to get paid without me being the one to call and harass these people which is what they made me feel like I was doing mind you they owed us money for months <laughs> uh, prior to me actually calling them so um, yeah okay so and that was just improving one the business model probably improving the client base and then improving the way that people do business with us as kind of that last step and really what your what your role on the team was kind of continued uh to be evaluated as well from from day one so that's mm -hmm. that's good all right so kind of expectations we've hit on that that pre that first series 
leaving the listeners with another bonus and something that's come up really big across not only the business but our lives is just boundaries. So with that, what when when we talk about boundaries in work and in life, what do you what do you think about? Really for for me talking about boundaries is looking at time and how we spend our time, how we choose to use our time and when I first started working at Dillon CPAs, it was going to be in a part-time capacity. Not a part-time like you'll only work two days a week, but a part-time I'll only work certain hours of the day. So I would come in Monday through Friday from eight-ish until one, two in the afternoon. And what we found that happened pretty quickly as I transitioned out of some of the front office role into some tax administrator duties was that those boundaries were being way crossed. So I was working probably more than 40 hours per week, but not in the traditional sense of like get to the office at eight o'clock and stay till 10 p.m. But it was more, I would still leave at the time to pick the girls up from the school, but then would log back in at home and we would work together uh, in our home office after the girls went to bed until we just couldn't keep our eyes open anymore. Uh, weekends, holidays, any any available time that we weren't taking girls places, we were pretty much working. And so again, that was something where just being aware this doesn't feel right who is raising our children who you know what are they seeing from us that is most important in our lives and so uh, when I think about boundaries that's definitely priority like what prioritize what priority sorry do we have um, and really what comes first how you spend your time really reflects what's most important in your life yeah. And time is the one thing that we can't get more of or make more of. So that's a very good metric to keep in mind. And uh, I think backing up to both boundaries and even expectations, a lot will be covered as the founder, as the business owner, it, you know, it started out as my dream to own this business and to create this business. And then when you came on board, when other team members come on board, the business owner, the founder has to realize it's not that other person's dream for this business to run this business. And part of that is the boundaries in place. So as the business owner or the founder, you probably go into starting the business, just knowing that it, there's going to be little boundary and that life and business are going to somewhat mold together. But for a spouse, that was probably not communicated appropriately or any other team member. And definitely those boundaries have helped over the years. And whenever you're coming on board was, was really just, Hey, I need help and do whatever those needs are. And it's protecting my time because you were trying to protect my time. So you could see me more in a family setting. And then that grew and, you know, became a monster in itself. And so, um, I think a lot of business owners, a lot of founders in the initial stages, they say, I need help. I need help. I need help. And that is probably okay in the beginning. But then if you don't set out a path for other team members, especially a team member that's related to you, that's going to get unhealthy really fast. 
Yeah, and so we really looked at, we really didn't look at uh, setting any clear expectations from the beginning. We didn't look at setting clear boundaries intentionally. So we talked about, you know, I don't want to work as much. I want to be able to spend more time with the girls. And so talking about more flexibility than being in a classroom, um, at that point, you know, my priority, my priorities were the kids in my classroom and so uh, my family as well but definitely felt an obligation to the kids that I was teaching and so I was really looking for some flexibility so what really happened was kind of just really an awareness of this doesn't feel like what we thought when I left teaching, when I started this new job. And so really, I think that what's so important is to not put your head down and ignore something that doesn't seem quite right and really address it immediately. Uh, so through setting new expectations or readdressing expectations and readdressing boundaries and how are we, uh, how are we sticking to those boundaries that we've set ahead of time it's, if you ignore it, it will not go away. It will get bigger. Yeah. I, I think the boundaries, how that spills over into other aspects of life with um, just too much of anything is probably not good. And I, I think back to those early days with you coming onto the team and your role as kind of tax administrator, we would work in office, deal with kids, um, get them where they needed to go, get them to bed. It, was, it wasn't really healthy at that point. And then we would continue to work. We would log back in. And I know that a lot of other owners, I know that a lot of other people in businesses do that. They log back in and they work until they can no longer work any longer. And that's just not healthy. That's not the best product probably going out the door, not the best mind space for, especially like professional services where people are buying your brain essentially like they want what's in your head to help them and whenever you're not at your best because of lack of sleep or too much minutia or whatever is going on in life that's just not healthy and so i know that as we've grown um more mature that we value sleep more than we ever have and uh, that's easy to put that boundary up now and proper rest and i, I think we also that spills over into how we guide our team and anything else to add there as far as from a rest perspective and how we probably realized it was not healthy in that aspect it just wasn't a pace that could be sustained long term so you know for the two of us who it like it was your dream and then I'm probably next closest to you in that spilling over into being part of my dream uh, having the business if it's not sustainable for us who are um, the most bought in to this idea and to this business then it's not sustainable for any team member to do either so really looking at okay how can we be most efficient how can we um, change what we're doing, anything that needs to be changed just to make it even a little bit better uh, year over year so that it is sustainable long term. We love our team and so to burn out any one person 
is huge. It's, it's, it's a huge loss to our team when we lose one of our team members. And so wanted to make sure that we were doing everything in our power to help them have a more manageable, more sustainable uh, schedule, a healthier balance, if you will, even though uh, balance doesn't necessarily mean everything is equal, right? Your time at work or your efforts at work are not necessarily equal to a time at home, but uh, setting those boundaries and putting them in place so that there's it feels better uh, how you spend your time. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, hopefully this little bonus clip will uh, make its way into somebody's mind and help them realize where we came from a little bit more of our story in those early days with you coming onto the team and what we would have wished we would have known then, which we do know now. And so thanks for sharing a little bit more in that. And I'm excited um, to keep these conversations going, excited for the next uh, round of discussions. Yeah, sounds good. All right. See you in a bit. All right.